Blog Talk Radio. Hey Dad, would you like to connect better with your kids? Do you know what your child's school day is really like? Do you think school is the same as it was when we were in school? Now, there's a national program that can answer these questions for you. Dads of Great Students, also known as Watchdogs, is the father involvement initiative of the National Center for Fathering. Dads now have the opportunity to be a part of their child's school day in a guy-oriented format. For as little as just one day per school year, Watchdog Dads complete a challenging schedule which includes helping with student arrivals, working in the classroom, lunchroom, gym, and on the playground. At the end of the day, you're worn out, but you have a great sense of accomplishment. You know that you've made a positive change in your school for your own children and even children who don't have a dad at home. For more information, ask your principal to check out www.fathers.com watchdogs or call 888-540-DOGS. Hello and welcome to another edition of Watchdogs Radio. I'm your host Keith Shoemaker, and we are. Uh, I am broadcasting to you from uh, beautiful and somewhat sunny Atlanta, Georgia. I know I'm probably making some folks jealous by saying that, but uh, but we've been very fortunate uh, in this part of the country. And uh, and I'm joined today by. Uh, I guess you could almost, well, I don't want to say my partner in crime. That probably wouldn't be a good thing to say. But uh, with a, a very good friend of mine, Mr. Eric Snow. And Eric is uh, working from home today. Am I right, Eric? Oh, that's right. I work from wherever I am. And today exactly. I'm fortunate enough to be home. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I have to be in that Atlanta office today. So, oh, well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah home. But anyway, Eric, uh, thanks for joining me today. We've got a, a few great things that, uh, that we want to talk about. And we're going to hear about some of the... Uh, some of the fun that you had uh, last Sunday, Sunday, Saturday down in uh, Texas. Um, but first of all, I wanted to start off with a friend of mine uh, who I had the honor of meeting when I was out in Seattle uh, on a couple of different occasions. And, uh, and he is one of our uh, watchdog leaders out there. And, uh, and, and I'd like to introduce Mr. Ray Kasumi, who is the Regional Outreach Coordinator for Washington State PTA's Region 9. So, Ray, welcome to the program. Thank you. Well, it's great to have you. Uh, what we're going to talk about today is step four of the Watchdog Seven Steps to Success, and that is the daily scheduling. And the one thing that I think hooks uh, gentlemen into the Watchdogs program is when they come into the school, their day is laid out for them. They don't have to worry about, you know, what am I going to do? Am I going to be bored? Or the kids, you know, am I, am I going to have to be chasing kids around? It's laid out right there when they walk in the door. And and over the years, and, and I guess, Eric, you could probably give me a little more background on how the Watchdog's daily schedule was developed and how we got to the point where we understood the guys need to have that roadmap. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, thankfully, uh, when we began this program back in 1998 in uh, my kids' school at George Elementary in Springdale, Arkansas, we had the help of the principal and the teachers. And, and we know now that that's uh, a, a must for any school to be successful. And we talk about that during our training, about that principal uh, involvement, not just involvement, but really dedication to the program, and then the buy-in of the teachers. But when we started this program, uh, Jim Moore uh, got me involved. We started talking with our principal, Jim Lewis. Uh, Jim Lewis recognized that we needed to ask the teachers right away uh, some questions, and he encouraged us to put together a questionnaire that was real simple. It had two questions. Number one, would you like to have 
a father, a father figure here during the day, and we made it clear that if that answer was no, we didn't want to put them on the spot and make them qualify that and say why they didn't want us. But we also encouraged them that if that answer was yes, what would you have us do? And the second question was, you know, give us some ideas. Every single teacher at George Elementary in 1998 came back in the affirmative that they would love to have a father, a father figure volunteering in the school during the day. And they really gave us uh, the first list of duties for these men, and you're going to see most of those duties still on the mm -hmm. daily schedule. Car rider duty, recess, uh, library, lunchroom, hall monitor. And so what we have done is provided the watchdogs schools with this list and also a way to organize these guys. But we really encourage also the principals and the teachers to think, how are these guys going to be helpful to help us achieving our goals? We just encourage them to make sure they don't short sell these guys by thinking they don't want to get involved or they can't get involved in a deep way because we know the schools that are the most successful are the ones that are working these guys the hardest. You stole some of my thunder there, but perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. You know, it's almost as if we're on the same page. You said partners in crime. We have such a good time sometimes, Keith, doing what we're doing. It is almost criminal. I'll agree with you. But, uh, yeah, we, we do say the same things. Well, and the uh, when you put in the program together, you know, we give you the option. And, and of course, uh, our good friend Frank Hannon out there in the Springdale office puts together the survey and, and gets the survey back to the schools so that you can ask what it is, you can go to your teachers, you can ask, you know, when is the best time for a, um, a father figure to come into your classroom, what time of day, and then you can take that and schedule that within your school. And, and now I did the, the scheduling in our school for, for a year. I'm getting ready to do it in, in my older daughter's school. Um, but I know how that works because it's, it's so easy to take, um, to take things from the information that we get out of the survey and plug it into where the um, where the teachers can use the dads, the watchdogs, in the classroom. Now, um, and, and certainly, if you would like to uh, call in and ask us some more questions about that, we would love to hear from you. Our guest call in line is area code 215-383-3728. That's 215-383-3728. Give us a call. Uh, let us know what your questions are about scheduling the watchdogs program how do, how do we make it fit what are our suggestions and the, the reason that I asked Ray uh, to join us today is that Ray does things a little bit differently and I wanted to um, offer that uh, that suggestion and when Ray uh, told me about how they do the scheduling where the teachers actually uh, have much more input um, Ray, can you tell us a little bit about the clipboard? Are you still doing that? I understand you're doing uh, two schools now. Is that right? Well, that's correct. I do a, we do a, two elementary schools now and uh, one uh, middle school. And uh, for the elementary school, how we designed it is that we have the basic scheduling of when the different, uh, when the kids arrive, when lunches, recess, and so forth. So. Right there, that's the basic framework where we want the watchdog volunteer to be out there to direct traffic, pedestrian flow, um, and oversee recess and lunch and so forth. But then there's those blocks of time in between for classrooms, so we just make them into one-hour blocks. And what we do is we identify who the student is for that, fa oh, that father, watchdog person. Mm -hmm. And we contact, so we contact that teacher first, and they get first dibs as to... Uh, what they when they would like the father to be in uh, their classroom, 
Okay. And, that, and that's done in the, in the teacher's lounge, or is that through email, or how do you make that contact? Uh, that's that's done actually at the lounge. The uh, reminder email sent to the teacher that this particular dad will be coming at this date, and their student happens to be in their classroom, and so they get first dibs in filling out the duty roster for that day. Uh, and this is done, you know, first a month ahead of time, then two weeks out, and a week ahead, so that you, you always have those reminders for that teacher. And then, um, then it's open, and we ask that the teacher, you know, do it as soon as possible, because then we open up the rest of the t- open blocks to other teachers in the school where they could use a uh, watchdog volunteer in the classroom. Hey, Ray, I was curious. That sounds like a very efficient way to do that. Does it take a long time or a lot of time during the week to, to manage that uh, scheduling? No. Uh, what we do is since they all have one place in, in elementary school that has a population of about 450 or 500 kids, uh, they all go to one place for lunch. And so that clipboard is there. And so what we do, there's a, a parent volunteer that always checks in, uh, who, do, who does art docent programs and so forth to make sure that clipboard isn't buried under newspapers and whatnot is kept on top. That, that happened in the past. first time we tried this, sometimes the clipboard would get lost in all the other reading materials that would be on the table. And so we would ha- ask that someone go in there, another parent, to double-check on that clipboard that stays on top. How many guys did you have, um, just a rough estimate, uh, in each school, you know, volunteer last year, or, or is this the first year for one of those schools? Do you have some data to see how, you know, active, how many guys are getting in in the course of a year? Yeah. Um, on the first time we went around at the elementary school uh, three years ago, uh, we had about 70, 80 dads get involved, and then uh, we've been able to maintain that. The other Middle elementary school is just starting this year, the spring, and or actually it's uh, later the, uh, during the winter. So they started a, a month or so ago. And the uh, middle school I'm at, we started uh, first thing in the fall of this year, and we were able to get uh, similar numbers. Um, and we were able to we're we're filling out February, and then the spring starts, so it's really open. So I'm going to have to go back and either do a donuts for dad event or call up all the email contacts that I've gotten of dads that didn't, that came to the pizza night but didn't sign up to call them up and then other dads who have done it and who've actually mentioned that they would like to do it again and see if I can fill up the spring uh, till the close of uh, school in June. Well, those are very successful programs, they sound like, and you guys are doing uh, everything right and you are on the right track. A donut for dads will uh, boost that through the end of the year. If you can put a quick one together, you can look. Of course, you know this. In the implementation guide, there's a section just for the donuts for dads and help you put that together and it'd be a drop-in, you know, maybe sometime early February. If you can do that in the next couple of weeks, you'll get that calendar filled out, you know, through May or whenever your school year. So, man, that's, that is great stuff. Thanks for sharing that with us. Yeah, uh, middle school was a little different than the elementary school. Because, that was my next question. <laughs> yeah, because with the elementary school, the, a student usually has just one teacher, but at middle school, they have, you know, six or five different teachers. Yeah. So, so what we do there is we actually uh, contact uh, all the teachers that that student has. Uh, for the data that's coming on that day, and they get a first shot at filling that roster out uh, during those time periods. And if they say no, they, they don't have anything, 
then we have other teachers that can fill in those slots. And, and what's really nice is like our art department is always seeking volunteers, and our home uh, uh, culinary section is always seeking volunteers uh, to help out in getting materials together uh, for uh, curriculum stuff. So do you schedule that dad that has a student there that day do you schedule them in the in their art class, or how do you how do you try to fit them into that classroom with their student, or do you? Uh, actually, we have um, uh, office staff that will do that. Uh, they will contact the the teachers, and they'll say yes or no. They'll they'll have they can have the uh, the dad. It's okay to have the dad there, and I'll have stuff for them for that day. Uh, if not, then uh, that staff. Uh, office staff has ongoing stuff that they can send the dad to uh, to fill in those uh, time periods. Okay. okay. That's great. Now, I want, I want to point something out here because what, what Ray's letting us know is and really, really reconfirming that the successful schools uh, with the Watchdogs program, he, they're, they're doing a couple of things that are, that are pretty common. Number one, they've got somebody that's making it a priority. Uh, to schedule those guys. They may have the help of a couple of apparent volunteers, but they're keeping it on uh, their plate every single week, so to speak, uh, and they're not letting it slide. Number two, uh, they have their uh, educators heavily engaged in bringing these men in, um, and, and that is really the key to success. And, and so I, I compliment you, Ray, on, on what you all are doing. I want to point something out. You probably will get to, Keith, but uh, we have a partnership with a, an organization called Volunteer Spot, and uh, uh, when I say a partnership, it's a partnership in the true sense of the word. They don't charge our watchdog schools for their services, um, and you can go to our website and, and link to them, but they are a great tool for scheduling your volunteers. Even if you're not using it for watchdogs, we think so much about this software that we want you to look at it. It's just a way to, to do that, but you know, we want to provide all the tools. Many schools have done like Ray's school, and they've got their own way of doing it. Hey, and if it's working fine, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. But mm -hmm. we want to mention Volunteer Spot too. Well, and I'm actually using Volunteer Spot for uh, my youngest daughter's basketball team for the snack schedule. So <laughs> we love those folks, and yeah, they they're they're so great working with the Watchdog Schools, and uh, it just seems to fit. So there's a lot of applications for that. And by the way, we don't get paid for that. There's no funds, no revenue sharing between <laughs> us and them. Uh, they get paid by banner advertising when people go to their site and use their product, which is totally the way it ought to be. Uh, and so you know, I can say that without making it feel like it's a commercial. Um, you know, if you like it, go use it. Uh, if you don't, you know, do something else. But we just want the schools to be able to find it easy to bring these guys in and get them engaged. Well, exactly. And like in my case, you know, I still use the um, the 24-foot-long Watchdogs calendar. Um, oh, and yeah, I everybody think, should have that, yeah. Sync it up with the uh, with the volunteer spot, and uh, and that works really well so that when people walk in, they can you know, see what's up there and then turn around if they're at home. They can get online, see who's there see what's, uh, you know, and you can use it for so many other things. So. Well, let uh, me mention that about the Watchdog calendar because uh, that's meant for a, a very, it, it helps organize, organize things, obviously, but it, it is really meant for a very strong visual impact. And for you to roll that out, which is, I think that thing is 22 feet long and 3 feet tall, and when you roll it out on a table, like I've seen done in many cases, or up on a wall, after the guys have signed it, you ask those guys to line up and sign up, 
and it is so cool when you're doing the pizza night or the donuts for dads where those guys will stand in line, two and three, four guys deep, waiting for their time to get up there and sign that. And then to put that on a wall somewhere where people can walk into your school and say, okay, what is watchdogs? And you get the chance to tell them, now these men uh, are taking a day off work and coming in here and helping. It, it Don't skip that if you're a school call and get a calendar and use that and keep that thing up all year long yeah and uh well we've uh time flies when you're having fun we've passed the 15 minute mark here and then i wanted to uh give ray the chance i know he's uh he's on a break from work and uh, and we want to let ray get back to work so he doesn't get in trouble so he's not uh working volunteer for watchdogs full time um uh, ray thank you for joining us is there anything you wanted to add before you go yeah um some of the things we've also added for our dads is that they can stay longer after school because there's after school uh, activities like a homework club. So we ask them if they're interested, they can still stay after school and help tutor. And then there are school events or PTA events where we ask uh, watchdogs to come in uniform so they can uh, check the exit, extra exits uh, of the school and maintain and kind of semblance of uh, civility um, for those events. That's great. That's uh, wonderful. Uh, extra, extra use, and, and uh, certainly I want to uh, recognize Region 9. Uh, very, very strong watchdogs uh, resource out there in the state of Washington, uh, Federal Way, Seattle, Renton area. Um, wanted to make sure that we acknowledge uh, you know, our good friends, uh, Jerry and Tina Garcia, out there, um, and, uh, and some of the folks that have really been helping us out and thank, uh, thank them for letting us come out and present at their uh, region meeting uh, here just a few months ago. So, uh, Ray, thank you very much. Hey, let me awesome. just ask one thing. Ray, is there by any chance, and I, I could look at the list, I just didn't look at it before the interview, are you able to come to the Kansas City Mail Engagement Conference next month? No, no. Sorry. Can't make that. Okay, well, I just wanted to use this opportunity to mention that National PTA and Watchdogs have joined together to uh, do a first-time, one-of-a-kind uh, mail engagement conference in Kansas City, 8th through the 10th. And you can go to the Watchdogs page uh, or you can go to the PTA page and, and search for that information on that. But uh, we value our partnership with PTA. Uh, they work very well together, watchdogs and PTA. We want all of these watchdog dads to join and support the PTA. We want them to view their day as a watchdog as an on-ramp to uh, greater and even uh, more uh, involvement in their school, and we think PTA is the excellent way to do that. One last thing. Uh, we just posted up on our watchdogs Facebook page, Keith, uh, where all of our watchdog schools are. We have... Uh, 2,631 that are active and another 450-some-odd that are in the process of launching. We're going to launch our 3,000 school by the end of this year, but we love all of our watchdog states. I don't care if there's, you know, 715 like Texas or, or there's one, you know, like the new state that we got from Delaware. Or We love all of those, but I want you to know that Washington State is the number two state in the country with 224 watchdog schools, and it's men like... Uh, Ray and other folks there making that happen. So thank you all. Thank you. Thank you, Ray, and I hope you have a safe day at work. Thank you very much. Yeah. Take care, bud. Bye. All right. Well, I, Eric, I think you're going to hang on with me for a little bit. If you're listening live, uh, you can call in at area code 215-383-3728. 
That's 215-383-3728. One of the things that I wanted to uh, talk about is uh, just to go over what we talk about in our seven steps training. When we talk about that uh, daily schedule, you know, we, we know guys, and I love the reaction I get, you know, most of the, the audiences, a lot of the audiences that we talk to are women. We talk to school counselors and PTA representatives and administrators. And when I bring this up, you know, it, it, it's like this light bulb comes on and we say, you know, look, let's be realistic here. Guys, we're mission driven. We're task oriented. We need a list. We got to know what we're going to do. We got to know when we're going to be done. And we got to know how we're going to do it. So that's, that's how this schedule came about because guys want to know what's going to happen next. So, uh, so we put that together. We worked and, and Eric and, and Jim and, and, uh, the, the people in, in Springdale when this program was first put together and they put this schedule together and we're still using it today. Um, but just like Eric said, the schools that are most successful in the watchdog program are the ones that work the guys the hardest. And, uh, and, and the guys appreciate that. They want, to, uh, they want to feel like they've done something. They don't want to sit in the office and answer the phone and put people on hold all day. Or they don't want to stack books in the library. Or, of course, they get corrected all the time, the media center. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> you can tell I spend some time around some schools. But, um, yeah, you have. It shows. Exactly. But, the, but here are some pointers. We want to make sure that if you're considering the Watchdogs program, you're looking at this, here are the things that we look at for the schedule. They should not be in one classroom all day. Um, they're not going to be, you know, following one teacher around. They should not be with their own child all day. We want to give them a full view of the school. We want them to understand what the school's needs are and what the daily uh, operations are like in the school. And, of course, they should always be with an educator when a child is present. You know, there's a very high level of accountability when this person is in the school. Um, you know, in my case, I've got 1,400 eyes on me. Um, knowing every step that I that I move, but we want to make sure that the that the watchdog, somebody that's only going to be there one day a year, is always going to be with a staff member. Um, we want to give them a full view of the school. One of the things that I say, you know, we want them to see several several grade levels. In my presentation, I say, you know, kindergartners are going to eat these guys alive. Um, <laughs> there there is nothing like uh, seeing a 275 pound, six foot seven guy up on the stage doing the tootie top with 150 kindergartners. Here's the thing about kindergartners that if you if it's been a while since you've been around them, guys, it, here's the thing: you can't wear them down. You can't wear them out. They start out with high energy in the morning, and by the end of the day, they built momentum. So if you think that you're going to go, all oh, these guys are going to get tired, we're done. No, 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 no. You better wear your tennis shoes because you're right. They will eat you alive. But they're great. They're absolutely, that is my favorite, I think, favorite grade because they're just so lovable and they're so appreciative of having a guy there. Exactly, and we hear that from the kindergarten teachers, too, that, the, that um, you know they love having that extra help in there. Um, you know, another place that we like to put them is in the specialist areas, in the computer lab, in music, in art, and gym, for a couple of reasons. You know, that we don't think of those as classrooms, people who have been out of education for years, um, and, and how important they are. And another thing is, those are really the areas that are at the most risk when that budget belt comes to tighten. So this gives more people in the community, more voters, more taxpayers, to understand how important that computer lab is how important that music class is, how important that art class is, and how important that gym, that PE class is. So it, it gives the school more support out in the community um, and gives them a chance to, to really understand what's going on. But if you haven't ever seen it, the Watchdog's daily schedule, 
um, is in the Watchdogs uh, startup kit. It comes on the forms disc, um, and it is a very specific. You can change it any way you want. You know, this is your program and your school, so you can change that schedule to how it fits for you. In, in the school that I did a lot of my work at, um, the scheduling was based on 45-minute blocks, and that's just about enough time. To, um, to get the guy in there and to get him to the point where he's about to pull his hair out, and then we move him on to another classroom. <laughs> but, that's um, right. But that's, uh, you know, we want them to see, and in our case, we do about five rotations per day. Um, you can start it out where the father starts in, in the, that classroom in the morning with his child, or you can rotate it around based on what the needs of your school are. So it's, it's personalized to your school. It's personalized to the individual. So say you've got a math teacher, a fifth grade math teacher that's working on an architecture project and you happen to have an architect coming in that day. You know, we can tailor that so that you've got real world experience in that classroom for that that's teacher. Right. And, and we're talking in a school of 700 students. You know, we're, look, we're talking that because a lot of parents have, you know, more than one child in the school, you're looking four to 500 um, parents that can be part of this program, and that's four to 500 uh, career possibilities of somebody being able to come in and talk about, uh, talk about their career and how they use their career. Um, yeah. another couple let, of let me add this, if I yeah. would. Let me add this. The guests want to jump in here, Keith, before we get too far away from you. You were talking earlier about the um, the budget cutfalls. I mean, the budget cutbacks and shortfalls sometimes affecting those special areas. Um, you know, the, the the computers. I think what else did you mention? Uh, class type of classrooms to put the uh, computer in. Computer art, uh, gym, and uh, right. well, here, here here's the thing. In, in the last three years, uh, we know that almost every school has been faced budget shortfalls and budget cutbacks, and there's been layoffs, and, and I don't think there's a school district in the country that's been immune to that. And and one thing that we hear from the principals uh, is that when they, they bring the Watchdog program on because they know it's going to contribute in a positive way to the educational environment. But I had a principal tell me just not too long ago that, you know, she couldn't remember the last time she was actually able to go to her staff with some really good news and, and not say... Uh, well, we're going to have to take this away or we're going to have to put, you know, more kids in your classroom because of layoffs. She was able to go to them and say, we're bringing this program on that last year had an average of 600 uh, volunteer hours per school. Because our average school has over 600 volunteer hours with 85 dads. That's average. And so she was able to go into these teachers and say, we're bringing help in. And so mm -hmm. what I want you to do is to tell us how you want to use these guys. And you're exactly right. Watchdogs is a turnkey plug-and-play program, and we developed it with schools, you know, for the first five years that we had the thing in existence. So when a school opens up the startup kit and looks at the daily schedule, looks at the volunteer spot software, looks at some of the suggestions we have, they look at it and go, well, this looks very school-friendly, like something maybe a school put together. Well, yes, we did with the school. Mm -hmm. But we also want to encourage the schools to do what they're so good at, is to use that creativity of their own staff to figure out how to put these guys to work. And you do that, and you do you take that step, and you get everybody involved, and you make this a school effort, there is no way you're going to fail. You're going to achieve some of the success that we're hearing in so many states across the country. So I just wanted to toss that out there. Certainly, certainly. Um, you know, the uh, I had talked about the, uh, the daily orientation um, 
This is a, a, another form that comes in, in our Watchdog Startup Kit. This is basically your way of training somebody that's only going to be in the school for one day not to do anything stupid. Um, you can change this. You can tailor it any way you want. It, it goes over things like don't use the student's restroom, um, don't ever be alone with a student, be approachable, those type of things. Once again, you can uh, tailor these documents any way you want. And when a dad walks into the school, they get their uh, they get their dog tag sticker to identify who they are. They get a package, and in that package is their schedule, their dog tag sticker, their daily orientation, their list of expectations, a map of the school, and if you're really smart, a PTA application. So, um, one thing uh, I wanted to uh, mention to you, Eric, and this was uh, fun since we're kind of winding down here, but uh, I had uh, one of my watchdog put a smile on my face moments today. Um, I was. <laughs> I had gone to a store to buy a, uh, uh, let's just say I, I went to buy something for my wife, and I had to give them some information. Well, I just handed them my watchdog's business card. When I handed my card to the lady, she looked at me, and her face lit up, and she said, oh, you're a watchdog. What school? And I said, well, I said, actually, I'm fortunate enough to be in all the schools. Um, I, and I explained to her, you know, what I did and she went on and on about how much she loves the program, how much it means to her kids. And, and she was telling the other ladies in the store, it was amazing. So I wanted to take the time to say uh, hello to uh, Tracy at the uh, archivers in Kennesaw and, uh, to her daughter, Avery, who is at Baker elementary, who we've heard uh, a lot from, uh, from Brian Clark and the folks over there at Baker and, uh, and Logan and Montana who are at Barber middle, which both of those schools are uh, very active, great watchdog schools. We're winding down, so uh, we're going to leave you with my thought that I love is the only schools that don't have watchdogs are schools that don't know enough about the program. Have a great week. We're going to be on Tuesday next week, and come back and see us. Listen to us on Blog Talk Radio. Watchdogs Radio, I'm Keith Shoemaker. And we're out. All right. Good job, Keith. All right, let me call you right back on the on the other line. Okay, sounds good. Bye.